These are stories of horror, ghostly tales of the unexplained that may keep you up at night for the fear of closing your eyes. Listen on if you are brave and ready to see the terrors creeping just beyond the corner of your eye. For years I'd heard stories about the beach at the edge of the world, the place where the darkness was seeping through, but I'd never really believed it. Then, while researching migration patterns of sheep in a far-off country that I can't remember the name of for my next comic series, I discovered something far stranger than anything I'd ever heard. After a night of fever dreams and week-old chicken wings, I awoke outside an abandoned lighthouse, with nothing on my person but my phone, my keys, my wallet, my passport, some gum, some other keys, assorted detritus from my childhood bedroom that seemed to follow and haunt me no matter how many times I threw it away, and, of course, a cardboard box stuffed with dictaphone tapes, each containing a story from the mysterious Black Sand Beach. I'm your host, Richard Fairgray, and welcome to another episode of Tales from Black Sand Beach, the show where we listen through mysterious dictaphone tapes left by a journalist who then vanished without a trace. Have you ever felt something tickle in your throat? Just a little scratch? Do you worry that it might be a cough? Do you try and hold it back, hold it in, so that no one knows you're sick? Or do you just shrug it off and think it's probably just some food you got caught there? Some really rough fish or something? Well, maybe after this week's episode, you'll think differently. I'd had a cough for a few days. Well, not a cough, but a tickle in my throat, a scratch. No, I'm someone who chews his nails and swallows them. So, I figured it was just another piece jammed in my tonsils. Then, I remembered that I traded my tonsils for a watch chain several years ago with a man who I now no longer believe was a doctor. I was starting to find it hard to focus on my investigations, so I went for a meal at a diner that for some reason I'd never really noticed before. They were offering a $1.99 lunch slurry that I hoped would soothe me. I had my tape recorder on while I was sitting there, hoping to come up with some fresh rhymes for a, well, a side project, but I'm piecing together. Ooh, sounds like you got too close to a creeping wood tree. Excuse, excuse me? Your cough. Sounds like creeping wood. Sorry. Yeah, What? What is? what's creeping wood? You know, those spiny trees you see here and there. Real dangerous, but no one wants to get close enough to cut them down, so I guess they'll just keep spreading. Bam! What do you call them? They feed on meat instead of sunlight, so they're drawn to people who step too close. Then little splinters come off and get lodged in you. I'll tell you, the throat's one of the worst places to get it, seeing as how easily it can grow and puncture you there. But from the sounds of it, your piece isn't all that big. Here, just relax a minute. Hey, what? What in the... Hold on. Just don't be a baby. In case you can't tell from the recording, that's Margie the Waitress, a woman who I have never met before in my life, shoving her hand in my throat to pull out this tiny, twisted, dark piece of wood. In all fairness, she got it out, and my throat certainly does feel better. Funny thing, Margie seemed scared of the wood. She pulled it loose and kind of tossed it onto my table and stepped back like she was afraid it might somehow come after her. But the piece of wood looked harmless laying there, glistening in its coating of that that really thick, bubbly spit you only get from deep in your throat? Margie told me to toss it in the trash, but I I don't know. I I instinctively knew that I should keep it. After all, it had been growing inside of me. I took the piece of wood home, I rinsed it off, and then I put it in a little box in the bedroom, and I left the lid open. I don't know why Margie was so scared of the wood. I mean, this morning, it, it opened its eyes for the first time. I think the thing that's the most troubling about that story is that we have no idea whether that was the last tape the journalist ever left. 
Maybe it was from somewhere in the middle of the collection, but there's no way to tell the order. Did that thing open more than its eyes? Maybe its mouth. Maybe its nostrils. There's nothing scarier than someone really opening their nostrils. What also troubles me is that it all feels a little too close to home, doesn't it? As if maybe this could really happen in our world, not just at this creepy black sand beach that we've been hearing about. Did you know that there are 417 breeds of plant that feed on human flesh? Maybe just something to think about next time you visit a florist. I'm Richard Fairgray, and this has been another episode of Tales from Black Sand Beach. For more scary stories like this, check out the graphic novel series Black Sand Beach from Pixel and Ink Books, available now wherever good books are sold. In this week's episode, you heard the voices of Joe and Rebecca Slepsky, music and production by Alexander Burke, written and narrated by Richard Fairgray. That's me. 